So the Oscars. Hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm not. Psycho killer. You know, I never listened to the show, Mike. No. I'm scared to listen to it now because I, I, I honestly believe that you don't actually put this in. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes. It's supposed to be a staple of our show. We have it's a theme tune. Be... I like to be professional. It's supposed to be like... The theme tune goes... I'm Andrew Jones. I am Movie Mad. And I'm um, asking Johnny Ellis, who truly isn't Movie Mad. I'm I am cinematically infused. <laughs> Theoret- theatrically excited. <laughs> Palpably projected. Is that what we want to be? I like cinema. I, I like, like films. Version. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and... No, that doesn't work. I'm a little bit country. You're a little bit of a cunt. Wow. A little bit. Like, you know. <laughs> looking different now. That's Johnny Ellis. Yes, I'm Johnny Ellis. He doesn't, he doesn't like cinema. I do like cinema. Well, what films have you seen today? Today, I haven't seen any. Then why are you calling because, yourself... Because we're about, what, we're about to watch a film. Maybe three films, who knows? Probably just one film, that's how we do the podcast. Yeah, one we, film at a time. Yeah, one film a week. Yeah, obviously. that's what they say, one film at a time. Do you know what I was listening to on the way in? I hope it wasn't The Toilet Man, Elvis. No, no, I should have actually. You should have listened to this Elvis' podcast. Elvis' exhibition tomorrow. But, um, no. Oh, oh. I, well, I was listening to... I'm having to... a real bad day, everybody. Podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm talking about a podcast. No. Your Elvis is a lot like Johnny Cash. Oh, you want to know about Johnny Cash? That's that, that, that was like Johnny Cash crossed with um Nicolas Cage. Oh, you want to hear about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> oh, you want to hear your oh party, buddy? I was just about to say you only have the one in fashion, oh. don't you? And then you brought that. Out. No, I came out of the radiator because I heard my friend Nicolas Cage. I'm gonna make a film with him one day. Conair 2! Miles for Miles! I'm gonna be playing my character from Shiveways, Miles! I'm gonna be drinking wine and feeling fine! Jesus. I gotta say, do you wanna join the Miles High Club? Can I just ban you from the podcast? No! No! It's not like we'll ever I'm an Oscar nominee! Yeah, but we'll never watch a film with you in it. That's never gonna happen! I'm in every film! You're banned! You're banned! It's really disappointing. <laughs> I heard it last right. week. You can't even play the bass. Who can't play bass? GG Hey G. Gag. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's that's what, right. That's what people do when they see you. Uh, no, that's what I like them to do to me. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm a submissive. I love being submissive. <laughs> dominate me. Just dominate oh my God. me. Bend me over and call me a little piggy. Dominate you as in I tell you what to do and you do it. Spank my ass get with a Forbes in, magazine. Get, get back in the media. Spank my ass with a Forbes magazine. magazine. And then we're going to watch Shark Week for hours. <laughs> like my idol. Oh, Jesus. My idol. I'm 239 pounds and 6 foot 3. <laughs> this is reference from three weeks ago. Three <laughs> weeks ago? Yeah. I can't even remember. I just had my medical. Oh, right. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just imagining a world in which you are president. It's pretty cool. No, it's not. I don't need to tweet anything. <laughs> I just scream in the other roof and people go, oh my god, he's out again. <laughs> it must be a must be a full moon tonight because there's a were-resident. Paul Giamatti is were-president. <laughs> I'm a normal actor by day, by night I go, oh! <laughs> Congress, meet up! I'm going to pass a large. Paul Giamatti wins every Oscar. I was excited to come into the pod booth. Bye. Thank God. I'm acting like I'm in the radiator now. Okay, I've got to go. Right, I don't think we'll see him again. No. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I just got sucked in the radiator. Someone put me back in there. I don't mind going back in there.
What does it look like? Have you not been in there? No. Do you want to go in there? No. Thanks. Yeah! No. Hi. Welcome oh, to the radiator. Would you like to sign in? Um, why are there glitter balls all over the place? It's wonderful glitter balls, of course. It's uh, yeah. great, yeah. great glitter balls. I mean, great fire. Yeah. I'm going to do my, doing my one-man show now, if you'd like to watch. Um, Tickets yeah. are five pounds. Of flesh. Um, <laughs> it's right. a very exciting money. Would you like to pay? No, I, I've got a podcast to record. Uh, I'll never get I out of here alive. Oh, don't say that. That's cool. We we we're all stuck in here now, boy. Oh, but you get out. How the fuck do you guys get we out? We have powers of superior talent. I'm talented. You've never been in a film, dear boy. Been in films, they've just never been released. That's unless not you count Pornhub, but you know. That's not a real release. Well, not I, in. I did press for it. You, no one know. came, but I. Well, oh, I did. Well, but, uh, <laughs> you can all make body jokes there, boy. <laughs> Is that what you want to do? Wonderful, wonderful jokes, of course, by wonderful folks. Do you want the exit? Here it is. I'm going to bend over and show you. Yeah. I just walk in there. Just walk in the Hopkins cave. Doesn't smell very. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, you're back. Oh, fucking hell. You look like shit. Yeah. You smell um, like pot noodle. Yeah. Did you uh, go mining down the deep, deep I, caves? I don't want to talk about it, buddy. Um, it's just a cave of forgotten Did you go deep into Helm's Deep? Deep into you went to the cave for gone truths. Yeah. See my, did you see good old Werner down there? He's been yeah. lost for a while. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. Oh, I wonder, I hope he'll come back. Yeah, he's probably doing some documentary somewhere. Oh, he's always doing a documentary. Yeah, he's always doing a documentary. Or playing the Jack Reacher film. Oh, he doesn't play that long enough. I, I wish, <laughs> what I really wanted for Jack Reacher was, you know how uh, Simon Pegg is now kind of part of Tom Cruise's crew? Mm. Why didn't Werner Herzog become one of those? <laughs> I'd like to see him join the Mission Impossible team. Oh my God, could you imagine? Yeah. we got to climb the tower. Everything is a tower of humanity's peaks and troughs. <laughs> we will all despair through time and erode, and thus this possible mission is truly that we will never succeed anything that matters in life. Red means dead. We are going to die. <laughs> you wouldn't this... be a great member of the team, would he? I would be a great member. <laughs> you would need a distraction. <laughs> I have That's the... true. I have the power of Michael Shannon. I, want I keep him caged up in case we need to bring him out. I want that scene from the from the fourth one with the drop. You know where they use the drop um, thing? Is it the fourth one? Which one is this um, requirement? Is this the one with the fan? The fan? Where, they going, where the fan is blowing them up and Benji... No, not Benji, but uh, Jeremy Renner has to make sure that the magnet is going to take Tom Cruise through. I think so, up. but it's, it's early on in, on in the film, and they've got the, the, the fake corridor, like a big oh, projector right. thing. Then they go into the Kremlin yeah. and before got, Tom Wilkinson and is killed, and they have to be Gush Protocols. Yeah, and they've got they've got this little clicker thing, and it makes a drop so that he goes into the... Oh, it makes weird noises. I want the clicker thing to make um, commentary stuff from Hello. Werner Herzog. Have you seen the albino alligators over here? Stuff like that, yeah. Klaus Kinski and I were best friends and then he tried to shoot me. <laughs> there are many times in which I wonder why we all bother to do this. Perhaps Russia is just going to fall like all of the Soviet Union. Do you know? Do you remember when he did get shot during an interview? No, I, I blocked it out because it is a painful memory in more why? ways than one. Why? Because I got shot, you asshole. Yeah. So it hurt. It's literally a painful memory. But no, you didn't bother. You, you weren't bothered by it. I yeah, think. I put on a brave face. The I'm an actor. The interview was more bothered by it than you were. The interview is always bothered by it because it Do tried you know to who start the interview was? Yes, it was James Franco. No. It was James Franco in his character guise from the Seth Rogen, no, Evan Godberg film. It's Britain's most trusted film critic. Was the Paul interview. Ross. <laughs> I love Paul Ross. Alex Zane. What I, Alex Zane, civil rights activist. I don't know what it is me, about Me Alex and Zane. Alex Zane have worked on many projects together. He bugs me. He, he is a bug in one of the films I made. <laughs> he plays a cockroach. And I examine what humans are in terms of cockroaches. We cannot kill cockroaches. They seem to survive forever. But what if we humans are bugs on someone else's lawn? <laughs> We're heading into their kitchen. 
of the kitchen of the giants. <laughs> they are trying to get rid of us in their motels, but we cannot escape. We are just continually breeding further and further. Remember when we said we missed Van Herzog? I do not remember ever missing myself. I look at myself in the mirror and go, Hey, sit on it. Happy days. Which are, of course, Monday, Tuesday. Happy days. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. Happy days. Fridays, Saturdays. Happy days. <laughs> Sundays. Mm. I'm not a big Craig David fan. So that seventh day. You know, you know why Sundays aren't happy days? Spotlight. I watched that again. Well, I didn't watch it, but I added it under. Um, you added it onto your Netflix watch list. I, 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 now it's I on Netflix. Full, we can watch it all over again. I was full on sleep to it. You can watch Amazon Prime. You can watch Moonlight and in uh, Netflix. You can I watch Spotlight. You can watch Spotlight, Moonlight, Moonlight, Spotlight. Hey, we started this podcast off, and I was trying to tell you what I listened. Well, not you, but I was trying to tell Andrew what I was Don't tell me to anything. I do not care what you have to listen to. I'm going into the no radio to watch Anthony Hopkins' TV show. So I was listening to uh, music on the way in. He puts me in a trance when he stares at me. Everyone puts honest. you in a trance, it seems. They have a hypnotic ability. I'm just starstruck. I think that is kind of the problem now. <laughs> or sometimes when Jim Wilbur comes, I'm literally starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> right, wordplay and yep. also jaw-breaking. Guess what I was listening to on the way in? The Greatest Showman soundtrack, no. because it's the greatest soundtrack. I did soundtrack start it, show. and then I was like, do you know what, I've been listening to this a lot. Because you're a zombie in a maze. I've been listening to more soundtracks. And so I, I listen, oh, listen to Oklahoma, where the wind no, don't blow. I've been listening to a Oklahoma, score. Oklahoma, I tell you, Mo. Been listening to more scores, as opposed to soundtracks, I guess. Um, David Lee. And I was listening to nope. I was listening to a score of da, 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 <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia. That's da, not da, <laughs> da, Arabia. I mean, it'll make Alec it more interesting. Is in brown face and it's a good film, but that's kind of racist. <laughs> I um I watched a film. I Sharif to... there and Peter O'Toole. Let's see lots of extras. The ship in the <laughs> desert. There's a camel too, and there's things going on for you, Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, um, but I listened to a um a soundtrack for a film I watched very recently that I really liked. Inside us. No. The Lost K. No, I don't think that. They released the soundtrack? Yeah, do you know how it goes? All horror movies just use Yeah, because they're cheap, cheap, cheap. I was listening to. Also, Tweety Bird sings that song. That's the soundtrack for the room, isn't it? I was listening to. Um, Darkest Hour. Why? I liked it. I thought it was alright. <sighs> I mean, yeah, okay. Dario's scores are always really good. Right. Let's face it. That's that's. I, sound... I, bought, I bought the soundtrack. I scored the... to Atonement when it came out because that. Oh, that scored to Atonement. The... <laughs> Typewriter based percussion, gorgeous. I will give that a listen. Oh, um, yeah. but uh, Gary Oldman, you can't deny that he's not. Pretty damn phenomenal. He's that. not. Come on. No, no, he's not. Come on. Okay, we've discussed this a bunch of times. People. <laughs> I know, but yeah. I don't think Gary Oldman's performance is particularly good. It's. I know Winston Churchill was a very blustery person. Yeah. But the lack of nuance through it all, it is just, I'm going to scream at the top of my voice, and that's the performance. It's kind of annoying. The script doesn't allow him to do anything else. And Gary Oldman's performance is just very much the stereotype of Churchill. There's nothing else to it. He doesn't find any deeper piece in it so it's just him and makeup screaming and I get it it's showy yeah it's showy mm. but it's not a great performance I think it's got smiley is a great fucking performance and I know he did this last <laughs> week and I don't want you to get me again but that performance is nuanced this has no nuance did you do what I asked you to do I did I watched it again it's wonderful and did you fall asleep no how can you fall asleep it's two hours and ten minutes of greatness it is great and, I'm, and it's not boring I do it, I it's say... not boring we've done this before I got angry <laughs> I got, you got angry. Yeah, I got angry at you and I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to punch you. I don't like Darkest Hour. Um, I, I admit it has problems. Like, the whole... The whole thing. The whole tube sequence is just like, come on. Oh, God, that thing. That, that just reeked. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I I would happily go see it again. And I... I will you be mad when um, Thingy wins the Oscars? The Oscar? I'll be sad. 
Yeah. It's like with the Scorsese one for The Departed. Who do you think will, should win for Best Actor? Come on. Really? Well, who do you think I'm going to say? The Peach from Call Me By Your, by your Name. It's a supportive best. <laughs> it's only like five minutes of screen time. <laughs> and half of that's, you know, covered in makeup. <laughs> Is that what it was told? <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> um, who, who do you want for Best Actor? Well, I'd love either Timothy Chalamet right. or Daniel Kaluuya to win. Yeah, yeah. Did you see his NAACP award? No. Oh, when the music started up, he just started dancing to the music. <laughs> F you to them. It's like, great. <laughs> what a what a great man. What a what a great support of Britain there. I saw. Um, what are we gonna do? We gonna start dancing at you? If you're gonna be rude to us, hey, we'll play along. <laughs> I saw uh, Guillermo del Toro shut the music. Si. Off. <laughs> he was like, I've waited 25 years for this. It's like, it's like, just give me five more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Marvelous. Yeah. He's got the power. He's got the shape. Of water. But we're not here to talk about awards, are we? What no, are we, we are. To talk about? We, well, speaking of Guillermo, we're going away from Guillermo into uh, one of his Mexican friends. We already went away from Guillermo last week. Yes, I know, but yeah. we, okay. you started talking oh, about right, Guillermo. Right, right, okay. It got nicely you. suits up that right. uh, there's these three Mexican directors, the big three right. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Alejandro Gonzalez Inuita. Right. And Alfonso Curon. Right. Alfonso Cuaron, he didn't do... Did he do Harry Potter? And the... Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. He did. See? Si. Oh, right, okay. People love that one. Yeah. I think it's just as bad as all the other ones, but... like You least... haven't seen any of them. I've well, seen... You've I've seen, seen parts of parts a couple. Of... I saw five in... Number five in the cinema. Yeah. I saw half of six and walked out. I really think we need to have a Harry Potter weekend. Get me the 4Ks and I'll give it a go. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, if I get you the 4Ks, will you... I'll give it a go. Uh, that's one, I'm, I've got the 4Ks of Transformers and I'm willing to go through That's these. true. I watched two of them last night. Are they 4K and Blu-ray? Yeah. I might need to borrow them before the next Transformers comes out. What, you mean Bumblebee? Oh god, yeah. With Hayley Steinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. Steinfeld by name, Steinfeld by nature. <laughs> like, What's oh. the deal with being a teenager? <laughs> I like Hayley Steinfeld. Yeah, I'm up yeah, for that. Who so doesn't like to... Hayley Steinfeld? She is pitch perfect too. She has true grit. <laughs> Fucking hell. She was. She, at one point, she was even on the edge of 17. But you know what? Some people have to begin again. <laughs> the works of Hayley Steinfeld. <laughs> and she, she, of course, she starred in The Great Roman Juliet, starring Douglas Booth and who? I don't Who played oh, the priest? I don't know. Um, who, I do, who played I, I the just, priest? Just who played say, the priest? I was just it's, about to say I wouldn't to watch that. But you no, want to watch it? No. Ah, <laughs> I can watch Shadow for you now. I can Shadow for you now. There are two houses in somewhere, and I'm like, hey, stop fighting. We should all love each other. And they're like, no, stop loving our children. I'm like, hey, but they're pretty hot. Get back in the radiator. Spotlight. Oh my god. He knows our inside jokes now. What do you expect? He played a priest, so he knows this yeah. kind of stuff. What are we watching this? We're week? watching Alfonso Cuaron's greatest achievement. E2 Mama Tambi. No. <laughs> That's a great film. Right. Have you seen that? Uh, I think so, years ago, but I don't remember it. The stars uh, Coco's Gael Garcia Bernal and The Book of Life's Diego Luna. Is it in, like, all the slums of Rio? Yeah, City of God, you racist. Yeah. Oh, that's City of God. They speak Portuguese in that film. Same it's thing, Brazilian. This, that, that was Mexico, and they speak Spanish. Oh. No, it's two boys go on a road trip, and they pick up a hot, young, hot older woman, and they start banging around. Oh, I have to wait. It wasn't a feature length, though. It was a feature No, you're thinking of the clips you saw on Pornhub, I guess. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it was five minutes, and that's all you needed. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I didn't didn't think the director was all that, but... <laughs> yeah, he kept talking over it. <laughs> he provided his commentary, but most of it was, yeah, get deeper. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> or see, get deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Spanish. Um... No soy hablo español. <laughs> I have been looking forward to this because I'm this when it is came a, this out. this film is uh, it used to be when it came out it was a dystopian look at what Britain might become now it's what Britain is really so uh, yeah when you watch this film think this used to be a science fiction film <laughs> <That's> <laughs> intriguing 
Because I remember when it came out, and my cousin was living with us at the time, for some reason or another, and he wanted to see it. And I don't know if he did, but I remember we went to the cinema and we saw a trailer for it, and I was, I, I think I was too young at the time. It, it was, was 15. 15. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd been wanting to see it, and I just never caught it when it came out. I remember the trailer. I thought, well, this looks a bit boring. Like, it doesn't look It did bad. look a bit boring. The, but the, the, the shot of Clive Owen on the trailer, suddenly the rock hits, and it wakes you up. Yeah. But then it just goes into Seagull Ross. And it was a bit like, oh, you're just being a bit... You, at that point, Sigurus was overused everywhere. Well, it did look a bit boring, but that's because, like, I think I mentioned last week, I'm not a big Clive Owen fan. I don't... I wasn't a big Clive Owen fan at this point either. I not recognise him from anything. No, really. no. That, that, I know the name. The months leading up to Children of Men's release, I didn't care for Clive Owen, and then Clive, Children of Men came out, and suddenly Clive Owen's the greatest thing ever. But I think it was the um, the premise of it was more the interesting thing. No, I remember, there was this, I remember going down to... Uh, this was the first time I went to West End. All right. Not for this film, but they had posters in the uh, OG Nessa Square, okay. all over the windows, saying, "And it was uh, the last uh, with the last person to, to uh, die. Please turn the light off." <laughs> that was that was the image. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, just like a small image. I think it was a, of a like a embryo. Yeah, and just that, or as a broken light or something like that. And it's just like, boy, it doesn't yeah. say Clive Owen. It doesn't say Julian Moore. It just says Children of Men. That's, Fuck, that's cool. stark. That's weird. I don't know what the hell this film is. So from what I recall, it's something like only can only men can give birth. Or oh, no, no. Uh, it's, it, it's the film Junior style. <laughs> no, no. Men can't. Uh, men can't give birth. Not give birth, but like they they're infertile. Infertile. That was the name. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a. It's not a document. It's a documentary now. Well, men are infertile. Oh, you haven't seen what happens to mobile phones. Don't stick them in your pocket. Really. Oh. oh, come on. D- yeah, you can do that to anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a myth. That's what, yeah, it comes out as a myth. <laughs> Just like a puff of smoke. It's a myth stemming from your penis. Um, I have a feeling this might be about 20 minutes too long. It's two hours long. What it's an hour and 50. Sorry. I, I, thought, right. I thought it was longer than that. Blimey. No, you're... Yeah, this is... I will say, I remember watching it the first time going around going, oh, I love this film, and then it went on for five more minutes. I thought, oh, I don't like the ending. Now, I, 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 I both love the ending and hate it. Right. For various reasons, but that's more my mentality and my psyche regarding this film. Okay. But the rest of it... Uh, uh, what do you know about this film? What, is Next there any... to nothing, except that Men are in Farto, and I have a feeling he's the last... No, is there the... Someone is the last woman who's got a baby, and she's like the, the the last chuck, the last hope, and they I think they're gonna try and kill her. I don't know who they are. Um, I remember seeing something about a building exploding in the London street or something. So I guess there's a lot of terrorist ad- attacks. Or that's what I thought you meant when you said it was a documentary. What with the fun year we had last year. Well, I mean, this came out what the year after. The uh, July 7th bombings. Oh, really? So, yeah. See, I don't remember the July 7th bombings. Really? I do. Do you? Yeah, well, it was sports day when it happened, and you could see all the teachers get learning and getting thing, and my brother was on the train Ooh, coming fuck. home. And he was like, he, he, he came home pale, because he realised, I you know, I was on a train, like, a, like minutes before that happened, I was on a train Jesus. nearby, that could have been me, and he had this realisation, like, Jesus, that's fun. Yeah, I don't remember anyway. I wasn't losing, so it was. Like... No, it didn't matter to you. Yeah. For us, for us in London. You're not really in London. Greater now. London. Yeah. The M25 is near enough away that we can hear it, but we're still within the fine. <laughs> we're defined within the M25. We're in London. Okay. I had this conversation <laughs> with Peter Serafinowicz a couple of months ago. <laughs> Romford technically is in London because we voted for the mayor of London and we. We, we were like, Zach Goldsmith, you're the best one. We don't like the Sadiq Khan. We don't like this Muslim. <laughs> how, how, how <laughs> Pro-Trump. How did this conversation with Peter Sovinarix come about? What's... No, because he, yeah, he asked where I was about. Or, yeah, where around I was, I said. Why were you in a room with Peter Sovinarix? I wasn't in a room with him. I was doing a phone interview because he was in New York at that point. Oh, right. Oh, this for the tick. For the tick. Oh, right, got you. Yes. <laughs> Season two, now out. Now out. Or no, it's week. just been signed, hasn't it? Oh, well, it's, it's season, part, season part one, part two. two. Yeah. Technically. Come on. Okay, right. Yeah, but it, it's now out or it's out next week. Yeah, sure. And I can't wait. I really enjoyed it. It's the only Amazon thing that didn't get cancelled recently. cancelling a lot. One Mississippi, none Mississippi. <laughs> I love one Mississippi. Lady Dynamite, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, 
Well, the second season wasn't oh, right. quite as good. Okay. But it still had crazy... Oh, when it went into the future section of Lady Dynamite, it went into this really weird bipolar editing system mm. where like every shot would have like a happy version, a sad version, an angry version mm. going on. So the the edit would cut between like the same shot, yeah. but in everyone's happy, sad, or angry. And it's just this weird, you're never quite comfortable when you're watching a comedy thing because yeah. you, you're mentally breaking down simultaneously. It's a beautifully done piece of thing. It's weird. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. But that's why it works really well. Speaking of future, does it have a future? Can like another station pick it up? Uh, like I, I, I would very much doubt it because if they, you know, any network that tries to pick it up would have to also make sure because, of course, a lot of the characters use the C word. Oh, it's got to right. be Showtime, got, yeah. HBO Stars or Amazon. Right. And I don't think Amazon will pick it up. I'm, I just realised I'm quite surprised at how um, how easy it's been recording this bit so far because last night before bed I watched um, uh, Nashville and my favourite, well, not my favourite character but one of the main characters died. Oh, like, Powers I'm, Booth! No, he, he already left. He left us um, all. But no, uh, his daughter, uh, Raina James. Uh, I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming, Raina. but I didn't know how it was happening. Did I tell you about this? Oh my god! Right. So season five starts, and I'm like, right, she—they can't afford her for the whole. Your season. listings are never not funny, apparently, because that's what they do as well. Nashville told fucking hell. <laughs> I'll, I'll be quick. Will um, you? I will. Um, right. So I knew. I knew she's she's gonna die eventually in this season because they can't afford her, like you said. Um, Wait, is this Connie? Yeah. Or Hayden? Connie. Okay. It had to be one of them. Yeah, they're both very expensive. Yeah. Um, so I knew it was going to happen because I must have read it somewhere. And did she die on the? Uh, did she die on a sports field? Was uh, Kyle Chandler there just calling no. her in, saying, "Clear eyes, <laughs> full hearts, you <laughs> lose," and then stabs her. A few episodes, oh, Friday night kills. A few episodes Friday in. Friday night frights. Friday night frights. <laughs> a few episodes in. Uh, someone uh, starts working for Vampires doing American football Friday I'm Night Lights. I'm trying to be quick and you're just... I, I'm trying to think of, of the idea of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Jesse Plemons becomes a vampire tries to kill Taylor Kitsch. A few, it's a great uh, idea for a show. A few episodes in someone comes in and joins her label as like the social media guy and he's this like lanky nerdy guy young guy and he's clearly in fat. Not infatuated, but he's like a massive fan of her. Oh, and she's he... clearly in fat. She <laughs> lives in fat. And he steals something from her desk, like this this box or something. And it's like, oh God, he's going to be some weird stalker person. He's going to kill her. Turns out it was for his mother, who's a big fan. And he got really upset and when he was found out and stuff. So he was fine. Yeah. And I felt bad because for a few episodes, like, oh my God, he's going to do it. And I, I judged, I prejudged him. Anyway, then there's this other guy who is actually the stalker. Who's following around? She's had to get um, a restraining order on him. They've got security following the whole family around because he walked up to one of the daughters at school and started talking to her. And um, anyway, it all ends up in she's in the office late at night to pick something up, and he turns up. He'd been like he'd been hiding in the broom cl- closet all day waiting for her. He turns up with a knife. They have this ten-minute-long conversation where it's like. Oh, she's trying to get away, but she doesn't. And then he he almost gets her, but then security gets in, and it's all over, and he's arrested and everything. She gets in the cop car, and you're like, oh, good. So this isn't how it's going to happen. How is it going to happen? All of a sudden, yes, fuck it. They do the whiplash shot. They do the shot of like the the machine shot, and you've got the side. That's not the whiplash shot, by the way. What that is, is every shot. Yeah, that is every shot. Anytime you have a car in a, a, in a film and you've got a shot of the driver and the window in the background, you're always going to have the car coming towards it. Yeah. Always. So it does, it's just like, fuck off now. I finally saw the episode where she dies in the hospital no, I like and I was Dawn of the Dead when they have that long, that shot above right. as they follow the car down the roads and again the car crashes into it. Like that, that's that's different. Doing. Yeah. That's the way you should do it. Yeah. Zack Snyder was ahead of his time. Mm. Bring on the Snyder cut! <laughs> Anyway, shall we start the film? Sorry, I've gone an extra what do you think few of, yeah, okay, children men. What do, children men? what do you think of children men? What do I think? What do you think it's going to be? I, Who's going to be in it? Um, well, I, I spotted names, unfortunately. Yeah, go on. Michael Caine. Who? Michael Caine. Who else? Julianne Moore. And? Clive Owen. And? I don't know. No? Do you think there's going to be anyone famous in it as well? They're famous, aren't they? No, but anyone I mean, else famous, like any other names you might know. Elton John's going to turn up for an extended oh cameo. <laughs> If he saved the world, I'll let you have a backstage pass. Yeah. <laughs> you never saw that, did you? We saw it together. Did we? Yeah. I always think of that. We were next to each other. Uh, <laughs> I just... Because I remember how much you didn't like the first it's one. It's terrible. So I was like, I just naturally assumed you didn't see the, <laughs> the sequel. But I went to see it with you. 
So we see a lot of films together. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes they're Paddington too. We did see oh, Paddington. We didn't see Geostorm together. We didn't. No, I went no. to see it in four DX. Do you yeah. know why? <laughs> why? Because it's Geostorm. <laughs> did you see Geostorm? Yes. Gerald Butler tries to punch the weather. <laughs> it's the <laughs> coin by your name with action movies. Jesus Christ. I have punched you for the last time. Is it a geostorm? Geostorm. I can't really remember when I last had any hope. And I certainly can't remember when anyone else did either. Because really, since women stopped being able to have babies, what's left to hope for? The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. The youngest person on Earth was 18 years, 4 months, 20 days, 16 hours and 8 minutes old. The ultimate mystery, why are women infertile? Some say it's genetic experiments, pollution. Why do you think we can't make babies anymore? Doesn't matter. It's all over in 50 years. It's too late. Move along! Move along! Hello, Theo. Have you been? I'm sorry about the theatrics. The police have been a pain lately. I haven't seen you for nearly 20 years. I need your help. Not for me, a girl. I need to get her to the coast, past security checkpoints. It's hard for me to look at you. He had your eyes. So why did you come to me? I trust you. Show him. Now you know what's at stake. We have to meet the boat. What is this boat? The human project of Centre Boat. The human project? Yes, the greatest minds in the world working for a new society. Your baby is the miracle the whole world has been waiting for. We will find a way to get you to the human project, I promise you. We're almost there, Keith. We're almost there. The year 2027. The last days of the human race. No child has been born for 19 years. 18 years, sorry, that's a <laughs> typography problem there. He must protect our only hope. So you could say 18 or 19 if you look at it in the yeah. dark. Children of men. Um, Chillingly real, spectacular, electrifying. Five, four stars, says The Guardian. Four stars. Tell me about the first time you saw this. I was, uh, it was September 2006. I was nestled down and I had just seen Clerks 2. <laughs> I was in a happy wow. place, and then I go into this cinema. Yep. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> 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 my finger, Jasper. And then I came out loving, think, realizing Clive Owen is a masterful actor. See, yeah, I didn't get that. Um, it's Christian Bale in Hostiles. It's the same thing you've seen him do so many times, but there's a tweak of emotionality that you realize. Oh, he can control how he presents this demeanour on screen in a way that's affecting him. When Theo is realising he's just lost Julian and he's falling about on the tree yeah, having a cigarette, that just kills me. Because it's the first time in this entire time when he's been completely just just empty and blind to the world, completely emotionless, that he has this realisation, he has this hit of emotion. You think, oh Christ, it's tough. Even when you try and hold things back, things get worse, and then it gets worse and worse and fucking worse. Yeah, no, I didn't get that. You're a mental person. I am. Um... You're not crying right now. No. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I didn't quite. It, it hit you harder than it hit me. For me, it was just a bog standard film. It wasn't like. Alright, not bog standard, but it was like. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Fucking but... masterpiece. Yeah, it doesn't make me want to go, well, I want to look at Clive Owen's back catalogue now. I want to watch more Clive Owen films. It oh, doesn't if, make if, me want to go, I want to watch more... Alphonse when it comes Quirrell. to Clive Owen's back catalogue, I hate to see him go, but I love to watch him walk away. Um, <laughs> you don't want to stare at his croupier? 
<laughs> what about his appearance in the Pink Panther? God, I forgot about that. Yeah, we must never forget. He and Jason Statham, of course. They, the men who could have been Bond in the Pink Panther. With Beyonce. I th- um, mm-hmm. I'm not against him being Bond. I think he'd make... A, even today, he'd make a good Bond. He, yeah. But you know what I'd rather, rather have him do? What? Be Clive Owen. Yeah. I love Clive Owen. Was he ever offered Bond? He was one of the ones who were on the shortlist back in the Daniel Craig era. But it was never offered. It wasn't like one of those things. I don't think it was offered. It was situation. No. No. I think ultimately they wanted a bit younger. Um. I'm glad I finally saw it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. What do you think? Did you started to notice the long takes eventually? Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I well, I noticed it the first time I noticed it with was with, with the, the blood sequence. on the screen. Oh yeah, the blood on the screen that, in the last sequence. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I thought I liked that. The Not blood. the opening shot of the film. I mean, yeah, From the TV to Baby Diego, and then people then suddenly cut to the people staring at the screen. Clive Owen's coming through, gets his coffee, he walks out of the room. We follow him walking out of the yeah. thing into London. And then we follow him round as he does that, and then the bomb going off all the way to the one we've seen earlier now with an arm off screaming and crying. Mm. One long take. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just that, because of course everyone does long takes now because of this film. Everyone's like, oh, wait, wait. Really? Because, because of this film? Because of this film, it, remi- it reminded people that long takes are with the digital age. But Tarantino was doing it before. People were doing it before, yeah. but this film was like the one that's like, oh, yeah, that's a something, that's a cinematic trope that because of this, that we can do more of now with digital. Now we don't have to stop every 15 minutes of film. Mm. Remember, because that's rope, for instance, had to find a way to do that. Yeah. Now we can go on for for longer takes. Now they just go for it. But they forget this film, that, that sequence at the end, everything is raising the stake, raising the stake, raising the stake, drama, drama, drama. They're throwing all this, these different ju- balls being juggled simultaneously. A lot of the long takes are just like, we've got to get through to here to here, and we're just going to fight some people on the way up there. Kind mm. of stuff. It doesn't really do anything. This... It's up and down and up and down. It's a roller coaster. Every one of those things, the uh, Julianne Moore Chiwetel for Clive Owen in the car, yeah, sequence. Oh uh, yeah. From from inside the car, having a nice sleep to waking up, and you know the ping pong ball, and then the motorbike fighting them, all the way to Clive Owen getting out of the car after the police have been shot and looking at the bodies, and then the car pulling off again. Mm. From the inside to the outside for about five minutes. It's stunning. Stunning work. I was surprised how little time Julianne Moore had in it. Sure. That's a way they do it, isn't yeah. it? They, they sell you on someone and suddenly, wait a second, holy shit. Um, I also think that this is the one of the best performances by Michael... Not best, but... By Dennis one, one of the most different performances by Michael Caine. I don't think I've ever seen a performance like that. He does... He, well, back in the hippie days, he was very much not the hippie kind of person at yeah. all. He was, you know, suave, swagger from Elephant at Castle. Yeah. He was refusing that kind of style, actively against it, really. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I liked, I liked his so performance in it. Here to be Jasper, the uh, crazy druggy, yeah, protester. Um, <laughs> pull my finger. <laughs> pull, pull my finger. Stop I um. It. I would have liked to. I would have liked to have found out a bit more about the world. I, just, I don't think the world was built. I think it's very well built. It's lived in. Yeah. You know how if you walked out now yeah. and you go out to someone and you have a conversation with them, you wouldn't just, you know, here's all the details you need to know, obviously. But you, through context clues, you can gather an assimilation of what is currently going on if you had a conversation with someone. Yeah. That's what it is. It's Stark. Did you not see him flying around? No. <laughs> when the building collapsed, you saw him going, this is on you, Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought it was a really weird shot to add to that film. But Alfonso was like, hey, look, we can put an Iron Man film out there. This was way before Iron Man was successful. Was this post-Prisoner? Yeah. yeah. Um, this was post-traumatic and, stress as well. And when was the last time you watched this? Two years ago, I want to say. And is it? It's it's still. It's always been as hard hitting for you as. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah? Five stars for you. Oh, 100 percent five stars. 
The thing is, what I love about it is it's so easy to watch because the first sequence just kind of keeps going. You know, not just that first shot. Mm. It's, 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 there's this interest about what is going on in the world. You don't quite know. And we're starting to see the world around being developed through Theo looking at other people who are reacting to the Baby Diego news and the Baby Diego reports. Yeah. And you're starting to see, oh, right, this is the technology we're living in. It's kind of, it's moved on beyond what we've got at the moment, but also it's stripped down simultaneously. And you're getting this feeling, and we're learning a couple of characters. Michael Caine comes in, that's a great joy to have, yeah. of course. And then when the plot actually starts, it literally grabs him and throws him into the van with us. So, you know, we, I always feel that really excites it. And by the time that we're getting closer to, you know, the action sequence, suddenly, I was watching it this time thinking, gosh, this is good. And we've got a couple more scenes with Julian Moore. Oh, shit, this is the car scene. I forgot it happens so quickly, so suddenly, and then that of course spurs on the fish stuff, the fish house, and the fish house is a great sequence. Um, I'm oh, I'm also gosh, surprised that so you you didn't know you never noticed the uh, London 2012 on the hoodie. Yeah, that's not something I've ever, I usually notice very often. No, I don't. You notice those kind of small details that yeah. To be honest, this is like the second time I watched the Blu-ray. Right, I haven't had it for I've only had it for a couple of years. I usually watch on DVD. Right. You know what? But, not, not not as good on details the old DVD. Yeah. Four eighty. But no, that was one of the first things I noticed when he put it on. I was like, oh, because I guess because it's after tw- London twenty. This, this was, was also yeah that before, yeah they must they must have known that we had the bid well we, at yeah that point. obviously yeah. when did we get the bid was it two thousand and three or two thousand and five we got the bid that early they do it a way early yeah. who's next we've got Vio this year right is it Vio Rio was last year. It was uh, 2016. No, uh, we've got the Winter Olympics currently happening. Oh. And that's... Uh, is it Japan, I want to say? Oh, there's no... Yeah, there's no... Yeah, Russia's um, got the World there's Cup. There's no Olympics this year. No, there's the Russia. Winter Olympics. Yeah, there's the Winter there's Olympics, no, like, which pop, are also Olympics. There's no proper Olympics, you know. The Winter Olympics gave us cool runnings, Eddie the Eagle, and they have ice hockey. They're the better Olympics. I, Tanya, now out in cinemas never seen cool runnings you're not a child <laughs> you never had a childhood you were born as a man yes you um, did, you'd never went to school and they said you know what it's coming close to the end of term let's just put on a movie what movie do we have cool runnings no. you never watched itv during the uh, daytime during christmas time cool runnings you never loved john candy i love john candy then you'd have watched cool fucking runnings no never watched cool runnings I've seen. I, People I've say, seen hey, bits. you know, you can't believe what Jamaica. Hey, we got a bobsled team. I was going to say, I've seen bits and pieces, but I don't think I even have seen. Bits Do you know how it ends? Does Clive Owen get shot? No, John Candy has a heart attack and dies. Oh my god, does he? Well, thanks for ruining that. It's not like. Do you know how the Great Outdoors anymore. ends? Go on. John Candy has a heart attack and dies. Do you know how Nothing But Trouble ends? Like, does he have a heart attack in every fucking film? No, at the end of Nothing But Trouble, Dan Aykroyd looks at the camera and goes, I made this film and I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone says, fuck you, Dan Aykroyd, stop making movies, you're terrible. Nothing But Trouble's awful. What's he been in recently? Well, he was on Pixels. Yeah, remember but Pixels? is that the only thing he was in? Because I remember, I remember when he turned up in that, I was like, oh. Remember when he turned up in Ghostbusters? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I don't go out of downtown, I, I don't do this, I, do you, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Were you, were, were you like me when he turned up in Pixels and it was just like, oh, I wonder why he's doing this. And then later on they have his um, vodka in the skull, in the skull well, bottle. When, when, when I remember, just I remember like, the vodka oh, popping that's thinking, why. that's why he's in this. But also, at the same time, I figured, oh, why is he so in with the Adam Sandler crowd? Because, of course, you know, love you, Chuck, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, he's he's in the that? head of the fire department. I've not seen. And you know when they when they cut out the gay kiss at the end because of the they didn't want to get an R rating. Mm. <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. When was that? That was uh, what two thousand and five, two thousand six. You get an R rating. They, yeah, they cut it out because they were because the MPA were like, well, if these two guys, if if Kevin James and Alexander kiss, it gets an R. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. In 2005? 2005, yeah. Jesus. And Dan Aykroyd is there as the fire chief, like, hey, what do you mean? You're gay. You guys aren't gay. You're best friends. It's a terrible film. Oh, my I mean, God. Except Kevin James is amazing in that film. I know I support Kevin James all the time, but he's playing a, uh, a widowed dad of all two right. children who's just trying to make ends meet, which is why he's shack- doing the shacking up with Adam Sandler to get their pe- be- uh, benefits. Right. And you know, get married for benefits kind of thing. Yeah. 
and he's just doing he's just doing this brilliant performance as a dad going through a horrible time. In a, in a comedy where Adam Sandler's like, hey, Jessica Biel, I want to fuck her. <laughs> and Kevin James Did... is doing this really sad, beautiful piece of work. He doesn't get a lot of love. Speaking like. of which, it sort of happened in real life a bit. Um, did you hear in... I don't, I don't know if it was big news over here, but when I was in, over in Ireland for Christmas... Or um, the geese. It was... No, or no, the geese, they're coming was, over. There was a... Um, a flockage one for Christmas. There was a guy who wanted to leave his house to his uh, carer. Cats. No, to his carer, and Cats um, can care. and he wasn't allowed to legally or something. So he married. They, yeah, they married each other. That's nice. And like they're not, you know, gay or in love or anything. No, but the, the honeymoon only... was really <laughs> cool. But it was the the only way that he could give his house to his carer. Yeah. And I just think that's a bit fucked up, though. The way that's how it is. Still, that's how things have been, and it's just. <sighs> um, when I leave this podcast to you I'm not going to legally be able to do it unless you say yes and you keep saying no <laughs> yeah but I never say the safe word so you know it's yeah, no means yes under the Eiffel Tower <laughs> um, how much more of a romantic place can I hand you over a podcast <laughs> we should do that we should we should have a padlock on, on a bridge together called I and my are you moving mad on it on the other side it says a pod nose production yeah we should totally do that. Yeah, except it might get stolen, like the one that Ben and Leslie got stolen in Parks and Recreation. Oh, because the characters know. went over to France, to Paris, and put the padlock on the bridge. Right. And then a year later, it turned out that padlock someone stole it. What? Yeah. That specific padlock. That specific one, because of course it's Parks and Recreation. Oh right. Okay. In real life. Yeah, in real life, someone went and found oh, that wow. one and put it out, out there. Oh. Like, well, that's the one reason you'd ever go to Paris is to see that thing, and now it doesn't exist. So what's the point? I, I don't. I don't want to see the one from now. You see me. Who the fuck? Um. Never mind. I will call him later. Um. By his name. Call him by. He will call me by his name. Um. But yeah. Uh. Chuck and. Larry. I now pronounce it. Yeah. Have we ever seen the kiss scene? Did they film the kiss scene? Yeah. Uh, they, like cut they, they, cut, they filmed like 17 different angles for like five really? days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to kiss you again. <laughs> no, did they, so did, they, did they film the kiss scene? Yeah. And they cut it out. So it has. Have I, we think ever it, I think seen... it's on the DVD. Oh, right. Okay. Don't worry. I think it's there on the 15 rated DVD. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But it's the same thing that Hancock, of course. Do you remember Hancock? Yeah. Do you remember that shot towards the end in which Charlie's the, when Will Smith tries to kiss Charlie Strong and he, she quickly throws him out of his trailer? I don't Right, well, there's a shot one. in the uh, theatrical oh. cut where that happens, whereas in the director's cut, they kiss. Oh. They cut the interracial kiss from that film. Jesus. That was like, yeah, they said, oh, we didn't want to have the interracial kiss in the theatrical cut. That was a the thing. They cut out a kiss. That's mental. And that was 2008. Wow. Yep. We have problems as a society with things that I don't understand why. I've just about understood but but, if it was but, 90s, but Jesus. But we watched Children of Men, a film about Brexit. Yeah, yes. uh, okay, I get it, but yeah. Sid thinks it's about Brexit. <laughs> Sid loves lots of things. Sid loves talking about himself in Sid, third person. Sid loves directing Neds, <laughs> non-educated delinquents. Sid thinks that's a great film. Do you think it's a great film as well? I don't think I've ever seen it. You've not I seen thought Ned's. Ned's was the one that ended with like a Jesus thing. It does. It does. Yes, it's the one that ends with lions all over the place. He's walking amongst the lions. No, but there's a crucifix or something. No, there, there's a, oh, I don't. A Jesus. Sid don't remember a crucifix. No. Sid remembers an awkward shot of the kid walking away through the fields of lions. King Peter Mullen, you silly cunt. Creating the baby. Wow. That's one of the special features. Yeah. Creating the baby. Well, that's basically what Alfonso Cuaron loves to do. Sure. <laughs> uh, hey, deleted scenes. Eat a baby too. <laughs> Futuristic designs. Theo and Julian. Why does she call the baby... Bazooka? No. Frolly? No. What does she call it? In... Yeah, why does she call it Dylan? That's Julian and Theo's baby. That was it, yeah. Jasper tells the whole story. Yeah, I couldn't little remember. Little hands, little eyes... Little legs, little lungs. Oh, he didn't leave a message. Can't have been that important. I don't leave messages on voicemail. Uh, I feel like if I cannot talk to you face to face... Under attack. Point. 
Possibility of Hope comments by Slavoj Zizek. Slavoj Zizek. You don't know Slavoj Zizek. Picture in picture. Slavoj Zizek is a film analysis. He does the perfect guide to cinema. Oh, right. You don't know Slavoj Zizek. He speaks like this. Slavoj Zizek, he's an analyst of film film theory and human theory. He speaks a lot like this. Oh, this is exactly the same one we've had before, isn't it? Yes, Hellboy. I can understand the perfect guy to Hellboy. He's horny. When would you watch this again? I look like Tony Hway. When would I watch it again? Yeah. Next week, if I would. Really? But, like, you know, you said the last time you watched this before was two years ago. Yeah, because I know we had this on the docket. Do you purposely, like... Oh, you wouldn't purposely, like, leave it away? No. A lot of times with films, I want to watch something, I choose to watch something, and this is a film I do love to watch, because... Okay. I love the great deal of humour within the film. That was the first thing that got me when I watched it, because, of course, the trailers were quite uh, serious and state... Well, not stately, but, like, miserable. Mm. And then, of course, the pull your finger stuff. I thought, holy shit, this is funny. (laughs) We're allowed to laugh, and when it allows you to laugh, you go along with it more. It's the Joss Whedon way. Of course, mm. he says, you know, if you if you have a joke in there, you'll be more ingrained to the drama because there's a sense of humour. Humans have a sense of humour, yeah, apparently, and that's what I love about this film. It's it's brutal, it's bleak, it's tough to watch. Gorgeously shot. Yes, I yes. mean the way it's the handheld documentary f- feeling, but every shot, every purpose of the handheld. I mean, there's a shot in the school, in that abandoned school mm. where uh, Pam Ferris is telling Clive Owen about the uh, miscarriage stuff. Yeah. And in the background, through a little yes, window. Yes, I like that. You see, I like that. It's just that sure. kind of detail. It's right. It's handheld footage, but at the same time, they've planned it out in a way where it's all composed. It's composed chaos. Mm. And I just adore it. It's just, it, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I definitely don't put it in that high regard that you do, but oh, I, I I'm, I'm glad I saw it. Hey, you didn't like Jesus Christ Superstar, so no, I'm not allowed a bad to like film. This. this. Hey, is, I'm not saying this, this is, is a bad. masterpiece Wait, of sci-fi cinema. Think Jesus Christ Superstar is a bad film. Yeah. You don't think it's bad. You just you're just not into it. No, I think it's bad. No, you don't think it's bad. You just not. No, no, no. You don't, you don't like children of men. What? Um, I don't. I don't think it's bad though. Yeah, you think it's not a masterpiece. So Jesus Christ Superstar is the worst film ever made. Whoa, whoa! Cultural that's not equal. Than Jesus Christ that's Superstar. not equal. Well, say children of men is the best film you've ever seen. <laughs> it's come on. Is this in your top ten? Yes. Of all time. Of all time. What? How can it not be? High top ten or low top ten? Like five to ten or one to five? Six to ten or one to five? Six to ten. Six to ten. Come on, it can't beat things like Wally or Call Me By Your Name or Into the Wild or Tenacious D or Garden State. Yeah, I was going to say it's Garden State. You're still your number one. This is my favourite film. Yeah. I do favourites. I don't do best. I do favourites. Right. Okay. Sideways has dropped down because of Call Me By Your Name. Um, <sighs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm ready for the question, though. I don't think you are. <laughs> what Alphonse Cuarón films have you seen? Um, seen Prison of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? Children of Men. I think I've seen Children of Men now. Eat your mama tambiak. Yes, that's the one I missed. No, <laughs> the one I mistook Eat your mama tambiak is the other one. What's the other one, anyway? The one in Brazil. Oh, City of God. That was it. How do you get those two confused? They couldn't be... One's a, 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 you know, a, a fun comedy. I think they've they've got the same lettering on the DVDs. Um, oh, Gravity! I love Gravity. I've only ever seen Gravity once, and I could never That's watch it on any other... need to see it again. I could never watch it on any other screen except a, an IMAX screen. Do you know what I can never see it on? What? Any screen. Do you know why? I want to watch it in a, again in the IMAX in Waterloo. Oh. Just for that experience. Just to see if I can get that experience again. There's of like Feeling like I'm floating. You don't feel like you're floating. You feel like you're watching a couple of movie stars shooting in Mile End. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. Uh, oh, he's done 17 films. Well, not and all TV. films. Yeah. Children of Men, Paris Jetem. Paris Jetem. Do you not know any language? Paris Jetem. Jetem. Hey, G- hey have you seen? Have you seen Paris Jetum? Great Expectations, no. Mm-hmm. Little Sequel Princess, Fallen Angels. No, I've not seen. It. Oh, he's not done many. No, he hasn't done many. Like film-wise, um, what's he got coming up next? Upcoming Roma, Untitled Casey Affleck project. Oh, well, that's gonna be cancelled. Yeah. This is a documentary about Casey Affleck being an arsehole. Um, 
Which yeah. it could be, because, of course, you know, why not? <laughs> who's in Casey Affleck's project? Just Casey Affleck at the moment. Oh, gosh. Wait, who's he doing? No. Alfonso. I thought it said uh, writer Roman Coppola, and I was going to get scared. Um, yeah. So, what do you think about the London and the England that this? I like I like the the scenery and the the, the locations. I think it it made it feel very very British indeed. Rather quite. He's getting a cup of coffee at the start. He doesn't even get a cup of tea. It's not very British at all. I know, but it's just like... Well, okay, when he says, he says, says there's coffee and biscuits. He doesn't say there's tea and biscuits. He doesn't say tea and biscuits when the fish come calling. But um, I just like the drab dreariness of the look of it. What about Chiro Tawajiro? Do you like him? Yeah, he was a surprise. It was nice to see him. to watch him as a bad guy? Yeah, he didn't get enough screen time to make me truly hate him. No, that's the point. It's not about truly... It's not about people. You understand? That's yeah, not yeah. this film. Right. It's about the feeling. These these people are puppets within the concept of humanity. Right. We're not watching people for the people. We're watching for people because they are personifying the abstract complexities of emotion. It's like Inside Out. <laughs> Clive Owen is joy. Jesus. <laughs> Key is sadness. And they're going through the uh, mind of Riley. What do you think happens after the end? I think that we're going to get Inside Out too. <laughs> well, don't worry, Lewis Black has learned a lot more swear words. What do you think this happens time after... This he's, he's played by Sid, by the way. What do you think... Fucking after... Fujis! What do you think happens after <laughs> the end Fuji of face. Children of Men? Where do you think it goes from here? Is humanity saved? Children of three men and a baby. Hey, yeah. Good. Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson... <laughs> And Tom Selleck. <laughs> they all have to go through a refugee camp in the uh, south coast of England together, whilst also trying to womanise whenever they go, because, oh uh-oh, <laughs> they've got a child themselves, but it's not their child, and they're going to fuck their way through refugee camps. <laughs> Directed by Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> oh, three men and a children of three men and a baby. <laughs> But what's that in the background? Why, it's a cardboard cutout of Clive Owen, or is it the ghost of Clive Owen? Ooh. Ooh. What's Clive Owen done? My Everything. He was in Valerian at the city of a thousand He was planets. not. Was he? He's the, the bad guy in Col- That's the thing. He's so forgettable. You don't. He's not forgettable. He's literally screaming like mad in that film. It's so much fun. Clive. He destroys Planet Mule. Clive Barker? Clive. Yeah, it's. Owen. Clive Owen was right there for the taking. But here's the thing, he's, and maybe that makes him a good actor, it that does. you don't notice him. I notice him all the time. I think, oh, there's Clive Owen, isn't he wonderful? Escape, Last Night. See, he's not been any, anything, in anything truly, like... Revolutionary lately. No, he's been shoved off to the side. Yeah. Because well, he's so good. My beloved Clive. I'm sorry, I feel bad. Did you just go past Inside Man like that was nothing? You have, haven't you? I've not seen Inside Man. You've not seen Inside Man. No. You've not seen Spike see. Lee's best film. I I don't watch Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, which is why Spike Lee's best film is Inside Man. Right, okay. You get Denzel, you get Chiwetel, you get Clive. Yeah. It's like Denzel Washington's in Children of Men for a bit. When you, what would he do in that? i tell you what he'd do, he'd swing for the fences at the Fuji camp. Because <laughs> it's, it's not his baby. <laughs> Viola Davis is like, wait a second, is that the baby you had? And, He's like, no, that's not the baby I had. Where's the baby you had? It had no, it miscarried because we were all infertile. And then she snot sneezes. And she's crying and it's awful. And then he starts getting the baseball bat out. <laughs> um, and he's going to go through the, uh, collect the rubbish. In terms of rewatchability, I don't think it's got as much rewatchability as you think. I Well, as someone who's rewatched it yeah. many times. Like, I would rewatch it if it was on Film 4 one night and I had nothing else to do. And, it, and even if it was like 20 minutes in already, I'd be like, oh, I'll. I Keep could watch it right now, to be honest. I know that sounds weird. I really could watch that. We won't. Well, we can't. Because we need to order pizza. But it's so good. And we need to maybe record another episode. Who knows? No, we we have to wait a week before that. Because it's not like we do that. See, you don't even like it. You flip the disc. I'm angry. I'm flipping the switch. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I don't mean to hate. I'm not hating on it, though. It's just, it's the, um, it's the Tinker Tailor Soldier Snore thing again. Let's not Spy. bring that up again. Let's not bring that up again. Spy, which he could have been in, but Jason Statham was in instead. Tinker Taylor. Spy. Sorry. Just the film Spy. 
Oh, right. <laughs> I got really confused then. I was like, wow, you don't was I asleep when Jason, Jason Statham turned like up? Like Den of Thieves, 50 Cent. Jesus. But he's not Jesus. He's 50 Cent. There's something different. He's God. <laughs> Damn right he's God. Where can you find God? In your heart. To find God in the club. <laughs> well, bud, buddy, you're going to go what you need. Do you know what God is then? What's God? He's a motherfucking PIMP. <laughs> Oh, hey, let's talk Take about the how the plot of this is he needs to take this woman who's got the baby, uh, who's about to have a baby, he needs to take her to see the Human League. She's a big fan of the Human League. I believe that was a line early on, Julianne Moore was explaining the uh, how Theo met. Right. Because she was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Yes. <laughs> when she met him. Yeah. She... She was working. She was working at a waitress at a cocktail bar. She, she was working. She was working as a waitress at a cock, 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 cocktail bar. Cocktail bar. That's all I kept cocktail thinking bar. about was when cocktail what, bar. Cocktail bar, 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 bar. What was it called? The human. It wasn't the human league. Then, was human it? Express. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> Dead eyed. Everything Tom that Hanks. happens on the Human Express. <laughs> Does Polo Express have a song and dance? Have you, have you not seen Polo Express? God, it does, does it? has got a bunch I've of them. i yeah. A um, chocolate! <laughs> God. What was it called? Not the Human League, but it was the Human... Human Giant. They've got to see Human Giant. It's Aziz Azari, Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, and kind of technically Jason Wallace. What do you think about yeah, Aziz Ansari? Thing? I think I love Paul Shear and Rob Hubel. I've met Rob Hubel. He's a lovely guy. What do you think about the Aziz and Hart? I think Jason Warren is a great director. Do you, do you really... Can you not talk about Aziz? It's. I think it's... I love Paul Shear's work. I'm not going to mention it because it's just... Like, I think Rob Hubel was hysterical. His, his, he's his, getting a bit out his of His YouTube hand. Red Show, Do You Want to See a Dead bad. Body, is brilliant. <laughs> right. Um, I think Jason Warren, his work, especially on... I don't um, know any of these names that you mentioned. Eagle Heart was a glorious piece of work. Do you want to ask me the question? Are you mad that you watched... Children I'm not men. mad. Definitely not mad. Are you movie mad for Children of Men? One of the greatest science fiction films of all time. I'm definitely not movie mad. Famously one of the most one of the greatest science fiction films of all time. People espouse it as the greatest science fiction film. There'll be a fire classic book, right? There will be. There will be. There will write it. be. Yoda will write it. Men of children. <laughs> I'm like, who knows? Maybe You will get an inkling and an urge soon to watch this again. Yeah. You will. Okay. And I will be there saying, no, I've got a copy of Blu-ray and DVD. I'm not going to hand it over to you because you were an arsehole. <laughs> you were mean and bitter about it. What if I offered to re-record the episode? No. And we'll... well, that's a lot of editing for me to do. No, thank you. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Sounds like a you too problem. Bono. You is a problem. The Edge. <laughs> um, where can we find you? What's next week, actually? Wait, which one do you want? Do you want me to plug or do you want me to tell what's happening next week, which is what we do at the end of the episode? Well, where, where can you find me? Where can we find it? On the street, where the streets have no name. Right, and what's next week? <laughs> what's next week is Ethan Runt on Twitter. Hey, but what, what, what film is next week? I need... What clue. film is Are You Movie Underscore Mad on yes. Twitter? Or Podnos. Yep. Go to yep. Podnos yep. website. Go to Podnos Network. Yep. Just movie, listen to movie you're Underscore you're... Mad yep. on Twitter and Instagram for some of us. Yep. Yep. com to if you want to email us What's suggestions, ideas yep. why do you want to know? I want to know what film's next week because I honestly have no clue okay, but I want a nice little clue to why don't you want to plug your stuff? because I want to know what film's next week well next week we're getting the directorial debut of Ray Donovan Ray, Don- Ray Donovan that's a TV show is it now? starring yes. John Voight and Eddie Marsden. Leif Schreiber. Isn't and it? Dash Mihok. Is Dash Mihok doing another film? I don't Dash know Mihok, why I asked for a clue. Is from and the I don't even know what the clue means now. Um, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a sci fi? It's a film. It's a... it's a feature film directed by Ray Donovan. Well, I'm not The Hollywood fixer. Out what the fucking film is, so thanks for that. Why would I give you a hint that helps? Why would I give anyone a hint that helps? The fun part is the guessing game. True. Now, if you go and type in Ray Donovan, you'll see wonderful details about Showtime's magnificent TV show. 
actually magnificent. Mag- everyone loves it. I know everyone who watches it. Do you like it? I know everyone who watches it. Do you like it? I know everyone who watches it. Do you watch it? I know. I know. I've seen an episode of it. I know. I saw the pilot. You watched more than one episode. I thought, wow, Eddie Marsden's doing a great accent. That's all I care about. I like Eddie Marsden. Of course, I like Eddie Marsden as well. He's doing a Boston accent. Oh well, now I'm sort of intrigued to watch it, but it's not that what we're watching. No, we're watching Ray Donovan's directorial debut. You've got to explain that next week. Can't believe I have to wait a week. Who right. knows? I might watch Children of Men again. You should. Oh, we're going to watch it right now. You know what? We're going to stop this podcast. We're going to watch Children of Men. No, I didn't mean it. I didn't. I didn't mean it. Don't put it in the disc. Pull don't. Don't. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Goodman. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Podnose.